Hello, and welcome to Leafleteers for Tomorrow, the final warning of Ramjack. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays. This is 20 of 75, also known as Alex. And joining me today in the National Ramjack studio is Brad. Hey, how's it going? It is cold up here. Uh, we're going to do the weather at the top of the show, everyone. Um, sure, we, let's do that. We're in the middle of a snow emergency. There is a Ugh. winter storm outside. We already have inches upon inches of snow. There was ice everywhere. People in Cincinnati flipped out, even though it isn't really that bad outside, to be honest. It's, Brad, how's uh, it going down there in Orlando? Uh, air conditioner's running. It's 80 degrees. No uh, way, it's 80 degrees. It's very That's sunny. Crazy. It's terrifyingly sunny. It's like the sun from Super Mario Brothers beating down and attacking me <laughs> at every opportunity. Earlier today, I had just gotten back from uh, grocery shopping. I was uh, I came in and uh, uh, washed the sweat from my brow, and then I received a photo that you sent me of snow. It wasn't fair. <laughs> Did it make you feel a little cooler? Um, I mean, a lot of temperature is what's actually going on physically outside, but a part of it, like a degree of your body temperature might be from your mind. How you feel? Do you feel cool? Then you are cool, right? <laughs> well, I feel like I'm the coolest, but uh, unfortunately, reality keeps attacking <laughs> me with bright light. You know, that sun in the sky is making it 80-something degrees. I ain't feeling a thing, because I'm, mm. I'm cool. <laughs> Taking a drag off a cigarette. Yep. <sighs> What you kind forgot of that. Is that, you you're forgot about... that looked like a joint. I don't you think forgot that's about a cigarette. The... You forgot about the a... cool factor outside, weatherman. Says <laughs> <laughs> so Alex, who's either smoking a joint or has like a cigarette holder. I'm not sure. <laughs> All I'm sure of is it's another two degrees colder. <laughs> 86. Hmm. Doesn't feel a degree over 84 out here. <laughs> cool. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, it's, in that respect, it is frigid here in Cincinnati. <laughs> but guys, yeah, welcome to Ramjack. It's, it's a wonderful show. We talk about the weather sometimes. Um, yeah. We also review old 80s television shows, and this week we are going to be discussing another wonderful episode of Perfect Strangers. Yeah, we are. All the sports facts, guys. All the sports facts. So many sports facts for an episode called The Unnatural. The Unnatural. Hmm. 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 Is it about ghosts? Is it about dead sports uh, stars? Oh, Ooh. don't tell me. Ooh. 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 We'll figure that out later. But first, Yay. there's tons of other things to talk about, guys. We are we are in the thick of the holiday season. Brad, have you ever celebrated Saint Nick's Day? No, I don't know what that is. Um, it happened last night, and oh. it's basically Christmas round one. Um, I had heard of this like randomly, but I've never celebrated it. And it seems like everyone in Cincinnati um has celebrated it on Instagram, on all the social media. It's tons of pictures, just like. Santa Claus came early. This is, I guess Santa Claus has a preamble where he's just like, all right, guys, Christmas is coming, but guess what? Early Christmas. What? What is it? What's it all? When did this happen? I don't know when it is. The 6th of December Mm -hmm. uh, is is a festival for children in many countries of Europe. Uh, It's basically related to Christmas. It was like OG Christmas. Hmm. 
Um, and it talks about the old, uh, I guess, myth of Santa Claus, the guy who kind of went around and gave kids Christmas stock, like presents in their stocking, before mm-hmm. we kind of made Christmas. Yeah, it's everywhere as far as the various countries. I'm not sure where it originally originated from, but the whole premise is you put your stockings on your mantelpiece, and s- Santa Claus is gonna come and give you presents before Christmas. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Num- it's the first Christmas, Brad. Why? I don't like this. Cincinnati, or at least this reason, region, made up Sweetest Day. Like, that's a yeah. blatant commercial. That's Valentine's Day number two. It's like, yeah. oh, I love you, and this is the second Valentine's Day. And now in this region, they're celebrating first Christmas? Like a second Christmas? No. How many presents one. do you we need, one. Brad? No, stop. It's got to be stopped. It has to it's be stopped. It's the same. I, I've seen pictures of people like, oh, look, Santa Claus brought all this stuff in my stocking. I have enough candy to last me till Christmas. What? Santa Claus brought me <laughs> a brand new gaming system. St. Nick's Day is the best. What's what? gonna? What's happening on Christmas? Guys, winter solstice. There's only one. There's, There's only, only one. one winter solstice. Only You one. can have a summer solstice, sure, but fuck summer solstice. Winter solstice all the way. My question is, if you're gonna, or my, not my plea, is if you're gonna do a Christmas round one, mm-hmm. wait, or make it awesome, and not in the same way. Like, don't don't make it be Santa Claus is coming bringing presents. Make it be like maybe the reindeer coming around and checking things out. It's like, right. hey, you did good. Here's some carrots, because that's all reindeer have. Nice, nice. You know, I did buy some carrots today, so maybe I'm celebrating my own way. I'm you already on game. St. Nick's Day. Mm. I like that, Brad. I respect you for that. Taking a well, holiday thank you. and making it thank your own. Thank you. I, you know, somebody has to. Somebody has to do this right, and that's going to be me. Brad, Japan is at it again. What the fuck have they done? Everyone knows how much I love novelty food. It's, they do. it's just a thing. I don't. Absolutely. I don't, it's who I mean, I am. you you're you're a regular pizza 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 Rex. Sure. Is that what you are in Quiz Up? I don't remember what I am anymore. Uh, Brad's referring to um, a Quiz Up. I I got to level ten in a category called snack foods very quickly, which is when I realized that I might have a problem, because. I schooled everyone. I was like, snack food's like, oh yeah, that's that brand. Oh yeah, that's that snack. And I, at level nine, I thought, wait a minute, Alex. Wait a minute. Hmm. In Japan, there is a restaurant. I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but uh, we're going to call it Lotora. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's a fast food chain in Japan. Starts with an L. And they've decided to start serving french fries with chocolate dipping sauce. No, no, no. No, they're not. You can't. Yep, they're doing no, it. I can't. Cannot. Um, apparently, it's a huge uh, trend in Japan. They started doing it in supermarkets. Uh, they had potato chips that were dipped in chocolate, and then they decided, hey, let's just put it on french fries. Ugh. So it's something that was already established, but this is the first fast food chain that's decided to actually sell it properly to its customers. Uh, that's wrong. You, that you cannot do that. Japan! Brad, I'm assuming you're someone who never put um, their french fries in their Frosty at Wendy's, right? No. No. The, your facial expression of you're like what? Never. Cannot. <laughs> I I've oh, had it. Watch. It's actually pretty good. I I kind of want to try this. I want to try chocolate dipping sauce with French fries. <sighs> My question: Would it be better on waffle fries or like? Because there's some French fries this is not going to work on. And what oh. kind of sauce does it need to be? Surely it's not like Hershey's syrup. It's got to be like actual melted chocolate. I'm talking well, like... You know, I, what I like to do is, what I do is, <laughs> is I take my French fries and I, and I, put, them, I put them in the chocolate. Then I put some marshmallow fluff on it and then I sprinkle with nuts. Mm. Then I take some of that hard chocolate turns into a shell. I put that on it. <laughs> then I drizzle on some strawberry syrups and um, a little bit of powdered sugar. Then I deep fry that. 
and then I put that like in a waffle cone bowl, and then I oh. cover that over with a layer of hard chocolate turns into a shell, and then I <laughs> Wait, put two layers of hard chocolate with a shell. Yes. Um. Then I put three scoops of ice cream and some sprinkles. Then I put all of that on top of a waffle. <laughs> Because it's already got a waffle cone base, but this is a fresh... It's one of those soft, warm waffles. Yeah, that, that's a waffle cone, and that's inside of chocolate. So, now we're going waffle... Chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. <laughs> now we're going traditional waffle. Right. And like we, of course, put a little bit between. of butter and some maple syrup and a little powdered the sugar. The maple syrup's there more to make sure that it that it all kind of stays together. Right, right. Yeah. It's like a moat. <laughs> it's a syrup protecting, moat. Protecting the french fries. <laughs> Special treats, man. People Mm, love their special treats. But, you I mean, you've hit it on the head. This is not going to stop at chocolate syrup. People are going to start dipping French fries into marshmallow fluff. I mean, why the fuck not? Yeah, it's already covered in chocolate. Throw some marshmallow fluff and some ice cream. You're done. Just just put everything on it. Put everything on it. Everything goes on everything now. That's how we do it. So, Brad, so what Brad's advocating, and, you know, I guess this is where it's going. I'm not too sure about this. Um, is having a sauce bar at fast food restaurants where you just go up and get whatever sauce you want. Hey, can you imagine if a restaurant said, hey, what kind of sauce would you want with your nuggets? We have chocolate, marshmallow, honey mustard, barbecue. And a vat of hard chocolate turns into a shale. Butter, (laughs) fat, (laughs) lard. (laughs) There's some things that are sacred, but I I think that I'm on board to try the chocolate. I'm on board. I just gotta see it. I just don't. I'm, I'm with you though, Brad. I don't know. It's a slippery slope. Slippery, slipperiest slope. Slipperiest. Jam. People are gonna start putting jam on their French fries. Oh my! my. I bet I'm gonna call it. Ramjack's calling a trend. Hey, you like chocolate on your French fries? How about try some marmalade? Just some straight oh. up marmalade. Does, yeah. Why not? Why not? Everyone, hey, give up. Just give up. Uh, let me, just give, me a, give me a baked potato with extra chocolate sprinkles, please. Fuck Are they going to make dessert Fuck potatoes you. now? Is that what they're going to start ordering? Oh. What do you have for dessert? Well, we have a key lime pie. We have a New York style cheesecake. And we also have a chocolate baked potato. <laughs> Excuse me? It's a more healthy dessert alternative. Could I get a baked potato with extra marshmallow fluff, please? I would like a baked potato. Make it a s'more baked potato. I want graham crackers, marshmallows, and that special chocolate that turns into a hard shell. Hmm. We're going to... Brad and I are opening a restaurant called Special Treats. We serve all (laughs) kinds of basic food, but we also have (laughs) every other sauce you can imagine. That's inevitable. How about... I mean, okay, Brad, I think you've actually inspired me. This sounds like a wonderful idea. We're going to make a baked potato restaurant and serve dessert (laughs) baked potatoes. Baked potatoes are the new pizza, if you get what I mean. If we can turn pizza into anything, we're about to turn baked potatoes into the latest food craze. I'm so sorry, world. I'm so sorry. What if I... Japan? Are there any entrepreneurs or investors that would like to invest in Ramjack, um... potatoes (laughs) potatoes <laughs> question mark potatoes um can, can we at least call it can we call it spuds Papas and... las fridas we'll do spanish <laughs> because everyone loves like a a restaurant in a foreign language like abuelos which brad and i ate at when he was still in town we, we finally did. ate at grandfather's or grandpa's as we lovingly refer to it oh i want the kids good. to lovingly refer to our potato franchise as papas la fritas <laughs> The Spanish phrase for French fries. <laughs> Brad, I, th- not I, think, too we, far I f- think we should call it sweet, sweet spuds. Ooh. I don't know how to say that in Spanish, so we'll have to work ah, on it. We'll work on that. We'll, we'll get it out there. Brad, Russia is starting a beauty trend Is that's kind of crazy. All right. A lot of weird stuff's happening over there near Asia. A private club, kind of like a country club, I guess, 
is offering members a special type of facial called the giant snail facial. Hmm, I don't like this. They use a snail that is commonly referred to as the giant African snail, and then they put it on your face and let it squirm around. No, no. According to the owners of this beauty beauty parlor, uh, the way the snails grasp your face uh, with their giant underbellies massages the skin and eliminates wrinkles. Have wrinkles. Have wrinkles. Listen. Listen up, fuckers. Here's what's not gonna happen. <laughs> you're not gonna have chocolate on your potatoes, and you're not going to have snails on your face. Can I have a potato? Well, first off, get the snail off of your face. Get the motherfucking snail. <laughs> Ma'am, off I'm of your sorry. Face. Do you have a snail on your face? Oh, it's supposed to be there. It's my snail pet. I put it on my face, and it helps eliminate wrinkles. Well, you have a snail on your face. You might as well you have, have wrinkles. Like a- you have like a weird slime trail over your face. Oh no, that's a beauty slime. I call it a beauty trail. It's what my snail pet's doing. Isn't it Do better... I look five? Do I look two days younger? <laughs> Wouldn't you rather be old than ha- have a snail in your face? Brad, I'm learning that you just gotta embrace these things, right? No. You're... Just embrace the future. No. I, you can order a baked potato with whatever you want on it. Alec, baked I'm, potatoes oh are a new gosh. pizza. We've been over that. I've been you're gonna for look a young week forever. Look what you're doing. I've been gone for a week and you're ready to put chocolate on a potato and put a snail in look, your face. I can give you something that will make you look young forever. It's a catch, though. It's a snail that rides on your face. Well, I'll die. <laughs> Farewell. The good news is you can go swimming with it. It's not going to come off. Don't need, need to go swimming. shower, it doesn't come off because it's suctioned to your face. Gross. Um, it might give you a weird cowlick in the mornings because you're going to sleep with it. It's sleeping on your face. <laughs> it, it keeps you young, but only if it's always on your face. Yeah. Ma'am, I'm so sorry. Um, You're what we call a stage two. You're going to have to have two snails on your face. Oh, fuck. Your you wrinkles are face. too severe. You don't have a face anymore. You just have a home for snails. <laughs> but when they're not on there, which I'm assuming you might, you might take them off on the weekends. You're going to work with them to make sure you don't have any wrinkles. But when you're going out for the weekend, you're taking them off. And I, I don't know where you put them at that point. Where do you put your pet snails where that are you on your face? Where do you leave your face snails? Do you feed them on your face? Do you only wear them at night, or do you have to wear them all day? I don't know why we jumped to all day. I just thought it'd be neat if you had a snail pet that you just kind of has an excuse. You might, might, as well, might as well. Like, if, if you've, once you've had a snail on your face, you're done. You're done. You might as well have it on 24 hours a day because you're a person that's had a snail on your face. It doesn't matter if it's for one minute or one year. You've had a your, snail on your face. Your person has had a snail on their face. Ugh. So, Brad, I, I, we're not going to get you into that Russian spa, I'm assuming. N- not a chance. Not a chance. There's a better chance of me eating a chocolate baked potato. All right. Well, if that's good to know. Good boy. Can you believe that? Snails on your face. Ugh. Gross. No. What? That's so awful. I mean, I could see how you could trick dum-dums into thinking that, obviously, because it's... I mean, uh, who knows? There might. I mean, if I see scientific evidence for it, then sure. I mm. guess something suction to your face moving around might help-ish? I don't mm. think so. Mm. I mean, you might be better to put, like, vitamin E all over your face or not go to a tanning bed. I don't yeah. think a snail is going to reverse your wrinkles. Oh. Or if it does, if it smooths out your wrinkles, that means your face is going to be droopy because all the wrinkles are smoothed out oh. and you just have loose skin all over you. Ugh. Just, just stand, first stay out of the sun. Everyone follow my lead. Um, get in a bunker and stay out of the sun. I love that you're saying follow my lead. <laughs> Brad's already in the bunker. Stay out of the sun. Who needs snails when you have a nice, cold, dark room? Sun, bunker, blackout curtains, people. They were invented for a reason. 
Gotta protect yourself from the light. It will come for you. All right, Brad. A, uh, there was an advertising firm that used social media. Okay. And it's, it's their ability to search and their prowess and I guess advertising or being able to pick up on trends. Mm -hmm. They were able to figure out all kinds of interesting things about this wonderful nation we live in, Brad. Sure. One of the things was which states curse the most. Okay. And they also found out which states are least likely to curse and which are the most courteous and least courteous states in this, um, yeah, Ugh. this United States. This sounds like a gross list. Most likely to curse, Ohio. Good job. Congratulations, Ohio. I'm really proud of Ohio. Yeah. As someone who really loves swearing and doesn't really filter themselves. I mean, everyone knows on the show, me and Brad, we're sailors sometimes. And I, you know, I've never met a sailor who who I didn't, well, okay, I've met a few sailors. Nah, I didn't like, but I never met a sailor that I couldn't swear with, right, Brad? Sure, sure. No arbitrary language restrictions for Ohio. Good job. Outside of Ohio, uh, Maryland. Nice. They swear a lot. Second most in the states. Good job. New Jersey. Okay, good job. Um, I'm seeing the letters LA, and that's not a state. That's a city. Uh, what if it's wonder Louisi if, is it Louisiana? Uh, I think that has to be what it is, but it doesn't come up. Yeah, it's LA. I, we're assuming it's Louisiana. For a second, I was like, LA, do they put state, I mean, cities in here? That's kind of weird, but you're right. I was going to say, because... You're right. And then Illinois. If you like to swear, those are awesome places for you to be. Good job. Now, here are the here's the least likely to curse. Here are the people that don't uh, fully take advantage of their felicity of language. I'm calling shenanigans on this shit. First off, this is also on social media and, like, obvious social networks. These people have a rep to protect. I'm assuming these... I don't know. The first one's Washington. Never been to Washington State. I hear it's a beautiful, wonderful place. Hmm. Massachusetts is second. Fuck that place. Arizona is third. Hmm. Texas is fourth, and Virginia is fifth. Oh, all the terrible places. I don't First want to go off, to any of the places. I wonder if because many people. I mean, there's a lot of people who live in Arizona and Texas, but it's also a desert. Yeah. I'm pretty sure those people are are swearing all the time, and it's Texas for crying out loud. Hmm. Brad, what do you think are the most courteous places? I don't. How are you defining courteous? Um, basically, I guess on social media, it's, well, with, with cursing, it's blatantly using words that are, I guess, you know, labeled as expletives. Mm -hmm. But with courteous, it's people who say, thank you a lot. People who use courteous language, like, okay, or... Okay, it's very courteous. Hey, make it a great day, friend. You know those little messages that encourage the world? So... And not things like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that's I mean that's how some of the Fair research enough. is done. But where do you think where do you think are the friendliest places in the state? The friendliest uh, in the states. Oh God, I don't know. I I don't have time for that kind of nonsense. I don't know. Some of them are repeated. Bring it. Um, most likely to curse. Maryland and Louisiana are also two of the most courteous places in America. Fair enough. They're gonna be nice to you, and they're gonna not spare all. They're gonna be their, fucking uh, nice to you. They're gonna be yeah. so goddamn nice. You need a ride? Hey, you need a fucking ride? Cool. Okay. Get the f yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, South Carolina and North Carolina, which I think it's weird that they're so close and they're both nice. That's a little weird. And also Georgia, least courteous states, Wyoming. <laughs> Fuck you, Wyoming. That's, Massachusetts. That's Cheney country. Yeah. They shoot their friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, I wonder if that's really yeah. what tipped the scales. Yeah. Shot my friend today. Damn it. <laughs> Not so courteous. Least I courteous thought, thing I ever. Was ducked. Least courteous thing. Uh, shooting your friend. Massachusetts. 
Indiana. Hmm. Tennessee That's is fourth. Tennessee, get your shit together. And and we have a repeater at number five, the most likely to curse, and one of the least courteous states, Ohio. 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 <laughs> go Ohio. Go fuck yourself, Ohio. <gasps> oh, fuck yourself, Io. <laughs> I hate when sports fans do the whole O H I O thing. What what is that? Brad does Brad knows what we're talking about. Oh, Brad, I mean of course you know I know, but goes. please tell the people that don't know. Um there's like there's a college team. They're called I, Ohio's called the Buckeyes State. Mm-hmm. Um I think Ohio State in Columbus has a sports team called the Buckeyes. Oh sure. And they're their their battle cry for those at home that can't understand when I say something like that I'm putting quotations in the air around my face. Um, their battle cry is someone says oh h and then someone and the rest of the people yell out i o. I heard it when I was in fucking Chicago, dog. Uh, we were on um, a boat ride and someone was like, oh, where's everyone from? Oh, we got some people from Ohio? And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and he said, he started the chat and the other people on the boat that were from Ohio finished it. Um, and I just put my hand in my hands just, and just like, no. You're just spelling. No. You're just spelling. Just, oh, we can spell Ohio. Oh, Good H- job. L. No. No. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, they were like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Not First okay, the not okay. Didn't leave a tip. <laughs> Threw their trash directly on the ground. <laughs> oh, those are those people from Ohio. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's, it's, you know, social media doesn't lie, man. It's weird that an advertising firm had to tell us how things were, mm. but there you go. Hey. I work in the state that will swear the most. Nice. And also is the rudest out of all of them. Well, and I thought it was nicer than Tennessee. It is mm-hmm. by one <laughs> one rung yeah. on the the ladder. That must mean everywhere else in the in the United States, Brad, is a paradise of people just being like, "Hey, what's going on?" Hmm. Right? What's Florida like? How nice are the people in Florida? Cuz Florida didn't even make any of it. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I, I I try to hide from the sun mostly, so I I don't know. I'm usually running um, trying to find cover, so and saying fuck I know Florida you, has fuck you, not okay. Northern Florida is, you know, basically the south. Right. But I know a lot of Central Florida has old people in it, mm-hmm. and I know Southern Florida has a lot of like uh, an influx of immigrants. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if some of this would be skewed differently if. I mean, I don't know if they used all languages, if it was just English language, hmm. or if it was like, hey, everyone who's tweeting from these places, we're going to get every language involved, because I'm pretty sure that would tip the scales a little bit. It might be a closer race. Possible. Well, Alex, I got some questions for you. Nice. Um, I, I've, I've had this for a while, and I, I forgot about it, and I found it recently. Um, I got a little questionnaire here from the Kappa Delta sorority. Oh, are they, are they asking me to join? Well, Alex, they'd love you to join, but to join, you're going to have to answer some questions correctly. I got some questions already. And am I going to have to live in the house? Um, we'll see. I, I Really, it's too early to, you know, really... You're going to have to get these questions right first. And oh, then we'll true. talk about that. I sh- you're right. I should wait until I actually get in. <laughs> you, you haven't been accepted yet. Um, you know, your sisters have got a, a lot to... Uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people on the plate, and you haven't even, you haven't even answered the questions yet. So this is like the riddle I of the sphinx. I thought sister was enough. Mm. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. Um, so what do they want to know? What do they want to know? Well, uh, first, what I'd like to hear is the Kappa Delta purpose. If you could just give me what, what do you think oh. the Kappa Delta purpose is? I'm sure you know it, of course, because uh, I know you want to be a sister really de- desperately. So, 
I've always thought Greek life would be fascinating. I thought I'd be joining a fraternity, not a sorority, but you know, they asked me apparently, and they asked me kind of just point blank without giving me any warning. Mm -hmm. uh, so what do I think? What do you think a sorority is about? What do, you, what do you think their purpose should be? What do I think a sorority should be? I think a sorority should be a safe place for uh, women and maybe a man to come together and really share life's experiences, mm -hmm. learn a little bit about um, different cultures, different approaches to life, and just have a sense of camaraderie and make the campus uh -huh. if not the world a better place when we graduated Th that was beautiful that was beautiful but i'm sorry um this there's not a lot of room for error on this one so uh what we were oh, looking no. for was uh now there's eight of these so this is just one so don't worry um, the purpose of Kalpa Delta Sorority is to promote true friendship among the college girls of our country by inculcating into their hearts and lives those principles of truth, of honor, of duty, without which there can be no true friendship. So we, wanna, oh. we want to inculcate that into, into uh, their hearts. Inculcate. Oh. I, yeah, I-N-C-U-L-C-A-T-I-N-G. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I left out. I, I always forget about truth and honor. I just assume those are given, yep. right? Uh, <laughs> yep. Without those, there can be no true friendship. So, uh, all right. Question two. Our purpose was written over 100 years ago, so that may <laughs> maybe that's why we use the word inculcating. Oh, okay. Um, describe okay. in your own words what it means to you today. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I I think the first question I think, set this up. You know, I think I think yeah, answer. I think you've already I think you've already taken care of this. But Alex, really, what does it what does it mean to you today? I'm gonna be more concise. Mm -hmm. Hey, this fraternity, this sorority mm -hmm. that accepts both was close. man was close. and woman, I almost almost took myself. Who accepts n women mm -hmm. and the occasional male mm -hmm. for reasons unknown to me presently? Um, uses honor. Mm -hmm. And duty mm -hmm. and honesty mm. to be the foundation of a wonderful environment of friendship and growth mm. between the members of this soror mm? sorority. Yes. Thank you. Great job. Great job. Hearts as well. And the hearts of the sorority. All right. Um, all right. Now, here's another question. I really liked your answer to that. That was a great job. So, uh, all right. Um, what is the Delta? What is the Kappa Delta object? Wait, the object? Yeah, the, ca the Kappa Delta object. Um, Kappa Delta. What do you mean by... I'm, wait, I, I can't mean, ask questions. I have I, to answer yeah, them. Yeah, you should know the object. Don't you know our object? Their object? Our object. Um, I'm gonna say it's... Okay, I'm assuming the object is also super old. It's a thing. <laughs> I'm gonna say... I'm gonna go NKU on this, because on NKU we had, uh, I guess... Uh, sorority and fraternity benches. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say that maybe the oldest thing is a bench with the letters uh, Kappa and Delta on it. Okay, well. Where women can come together, Brad, oh. and share the feelings oh. in their hearts mm. while sitting down and relaxing together with the with maybe one or two guys who may be you know in the running for this is it right or wrong Brad? what is the um object? the I'm object the object blew it. the object of kappa delta sorority is the formation and per perpetuation of good fellowship friendship and sisterly love among its members the encouragement of literature and education the promotion of social interest and the furtherance of charitable and benevolent purposes that's our object but they do that at the park bench, at the bench. Right? I think it's implied. I think it's implied. I think that's a trick question um, by the 
sorority. I'm pretty sure we cannot. I thought I, thought I was looking for an object, like a physical thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we cannot abbreviate objective to object. That's dumb. No. <laughs> That's stupid. Hmm. Not that 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 not that that sways me as wanting to be a part of this sorority. They asked Alex, 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 please. Sorry. Next question. Our object was also okay. written over 100 years ago. <laughs> what does it mean to you today? <laughs> Park bench. I think. Uh, well, we're sticking to my guns. What What does it mean to me today? It means a place where women can come together mm-hmm. and um, make th- make better themselves, mm-hmm. their community of women with a guy, um, and the community at large through volunteer work, reading. I've always been an advocate of reading um, and friendship. Okay. With honesty, trust, and loyalty, and duty. All right, all right. Okay, you know what? I think Thank I you, think sisters. I really, I really like the way you're doing this. Um, next one. Um, what's the Kappa Delta Creed? I know you're gonna know this in your heart. Oh. Uh, you know, I really. If you get okay. close, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll give you the points. What is our creed? Yeah. Do you want me to get you started? No, I can okay. get. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That pause is me listening to my heart. Okay, listen to your heart. Sometimes you just gotta close your eyes and listen to that brave heart. Our creed, the Kappa Delta Creed. Mm-hmm. Um, one friendship, one duty, one call, one sisterhood. Kappa Delta. That was beautiful, very concise, but incorrect. Um, God damn it. The actual creed, as written here on this very informative sheet of paper, <clears throat> may we sister is Kappa Delta <laughs> strive each day to seek more earnestly the honorable and beautiful things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the first... What? Let me read the first part again. My creed was way better! Um, uh, it's just the, well, I'm sorry, there's three parts. Um, The first part, again, May we, sister, is Kappa Delta strive each day to seek more earnestly the honorable and beautiful things. May we each day, through love of those within our circle, learn to know and understand better those without our circle. Huh? <laughs> Okay. May we each day learn to love those within our circle and learn to know and understand better those without our circle. <laughs> they might be witches. Um, and finally, <laughs> may, it's a coven. may the diamond shield that guards our love fund us each day truer, wiser, more faithful, more loving, and more noble. All caps on that truer, wiser, more faithful, more loving, and more noble. So, wow. I, you know, I... Uh, I think you. I, I liked your creed better. I'm not gonna lie. I think we'll consider it was that. Close I think we'll consider that with themes and messages. So um, it was. It, yours was certainly more um, English. So uh, question six: How will you strive to live our creed? <laughs> our creed, not your creed. <laughs> so I'm striving for beautiful things. I'm striving to know the people outside of my circle. Why well, the people I'm in your stri- circle and understand the people outside your circle? <laughs> And uh, <laughs> to understand those strangers outside of our and coven. of course may the diamond shield that guards our love fund us each day truer wiser more faithful more loving more noble. Okay, how am I gonna do that? Fuck. Well, I'm gonna be really nice to people, especially the people I know. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna seek to understand strangers I don't. Yes, know. I like that. I'm also gonna see beautiful things. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be dressed. I'm gonna be dressed on point all the time. Nice. I'm also. I gotta get a diamond shield. Yeah. Because I think a diamond is the only thing that will protect a witch from a, <laughs> the outside world. True. <laughs> so as a warlock, I need to get diamond everything. Mm-hmm. So I gotta get diamond rings. I may have to get diamond studs. Mm-hmm. I can't have non-pierced ears no. as a witch. Can't. I'm gonna have to get diamond tie clips, mm-hmm. diamond cufflinks, mm-hmm. diamond belts, because that's the only thing that's gonna save me from 
in this coven. I, As the only dude in oh, this coven, seriously. shit's gonna get weird. Oh, I, brilliant, brilliant answer, brilliant answer. What is the vision statement of Kappa Delta Sorority? Oh, the vision statement. <laughs> so far, we've had the uh, we've had the purpose, the object, the creed, and now we need the vision statement. How many of these <laughs> does an organization really need? I mean, can we just be honest for a second? You need a lot. I mean, I'm not. Hey, I'm not complaining. If you don't have an object, Ladies, I would if love you don't have an object, what Delta. do you have? If you don't have a creed, what do you have? If you don't have a purpose, what are you? Now, what we need... Do our states have these things? We need a vision statement, Alex. I'm sorry. We need a vision statement. If you want to be part of the sorority. A vision statement. A better world through sisterhood and witchcraft. <laughs> uh, I think what you... Did I get I it? Close. But I think what you... You got to cloak it a little bit more. I think Kappa Delta Sorority <laughs> is commit to providing opportunities and experiences that, ins that underline inspire women to greatness. Okay, I, I think I nailed it. I paraphrased. Right. Committing to providing opportunity and experiences that inspire women to greatness. <laughs> Where did you get this? Did they hand this to you and be like, hey, we need you to talk to your co-host? I found this. I found this. Um, I'm sure it was meant for you, though. Wait, are they really going to put me in or not, bro? No, no, no. When I mentioned you, they were like, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. This is meaningless unless no, it's real. Alex, of course it's real. Of course it's real. Why would, why, would I, why would I lie to you? I'm not a liar. All right, and finally... Uh, what are the three branches of Kappa Delta's confidence emphasis? I'm sorry. I'm going to look up on my phone really quick what that marketing firm says about what states the people most liars live in. <laughs> I just need the three branches of Kappa Delta's confidence emphasis. What is their confident emphasis? Their confidence emphasis. These words are so meaningless. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I mean, haven't we covered it already? Um, no, Alex. There's three okay, branches of their confidence emphasis. I'm gonna say opportunities for friends. Really focus on confidence. Confidence is a big thing. Confidence emphasis. What is your confident emphasis? I'm assuming that's something that the sorority is confident that they can emphasize on. What is our? What is our? Our what confidence emphasis. There's three branches. Compass, There's three branches of a confidence emphasis. Thank you for at least telling me that. Friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's a word that means volunteer your time that isn't that? Friendship, betterment, beautiful things. <laughs> um, what we were looking for was encouraging confidence in chapter members, celebrating oh. confidence in women, and of course, encouraging confidence on campus and in communities. <laughs> what the fuck does anything- I should start my own- I, What does any of I'm starting my own sorority. Mean? These are all nonsense phrases. Every, there was not a single normal human phrase on this piece of paper. And quite was a bit that of all bad the Yeah, that's all. That's it. Eight questions. Did I make it? I don't it? think so. You didn't even know the no. three branches, Alex. I'm sorry. I didn't even come You didn't close. know the vision statement. You didn't know the object. You didn't even know what the object was. You said the object was an object. The objective or the object? The object. Wow. I I feel kind of bummed You should. Now. I'm not going to have a sisters. You, I mean, I have a sister and I love mm -hmm. her, but I was looking forward to more sisters. Yeah. And their sisters, if you know what I Whoa. mean. Sorry. Sorry. I'm gonna start my own sorority. We should start a Ramjack fraternity sorority because first off, we don't need all that bullshit. What the? Yeah. Our confidence of what? Our confidence objectives? Our confidence emphasis. Our confidence. The three branches uh, of Kappa Delta's confidence emphasis. 
We don't need hundred-year-old creeds. First, again, back to this confidence hey. emphasis. Encouraging confidence in chapter members. Celebrating confidence in women. Encouraging confidence on campus and in communities. Just why? That's just all. Let's. That's just confidence. Just confidence. Just say it. You don't need it. Confidence. We everywhere. don't need it to be like divvied out. People that are in our group. Other women. People that are on our campus are in communities. Is that a hierarchy? I don't know. People in the group first. People in the coven first. Then women, I guess. And then dudes, I guess, in a larger community. But chapter members first. Makes no sense. It doesn't. I mean, it might as well be witchcraft. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it really reminds me of the the credos and the um, affirmations of faith we did in the church. Also weird... Mostly meaning, I mean, it's just creeds. It's some people say together. It's like, we're all the same. Gross. It still really bumps me out, though. I'm not going to be Kappa Delta bread. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so going to write him a nice letter and ask them for a second chance. What if we start a Ramjack sorority and we'll be the only two dudes in it? Ah, uh, but Kappa Delta rejected me and now I got to be a part of them at all well. costs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you just learn this information, and maybe next time. I'll be their honorary member. I'll be like, hey, guys, I know I blew the sorority interview. And they'll look at me like, oh, what? Brad took care of it. He said I failed. I would like a, another, I would like a second opinion. Well, we don't let, usually let guys in, especially not ones that aren't in college, but... Who've been graduated and haven't enjoyed a career so far in a field. It's kind of weird. I don't know. He really seems to know the creed, so... And he knows our vision statement. Are you in graduate school? No. All right, all right. You know what? You've warmed our heart. We're going to let you in. Welcome in, brother. Sisters! Ah. All right. When do we do witchcraft? (laughs) Where's the the cauldron? When are we going to get this shit together? Oh, let's make a spell! Who's that guy in uh, uh, Trig you like? You're crushing on him? I'm going to make a love potion. How do I make a love potion? It wasn't in the creed. You turned him into a frog. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to make mistakes at first. I'm the new... <laughs> I'm the new Pledge. <laughs> pledge. That's the, name of, that's the name of the sitcom. Either Pledges or the new Pledge. <laughs> nice. I like it. I'm shaking things up. At the sorority? But aren't you a dude? I know. They asked me. <laughs> a clever prank from a friend causes one guy to just go to school again. <laughs> hey, Alex. Um, I picked up something the other day. I'm holding it right here. It's uh, the Christian Science Sentinel. I don't know oh. if you can see their logo here. It says, uh, heal the sick, raise the dead, uh, uh, <laughs> cleanse the lepers, and cast out demons. Is everything a coven, Brad? Well... Is the whole world just filled with witches and we didn't we know about it? We gotta cast out those demons. Um, hey, people. Raise the dead? Yeah, we got. Yeah, we gotta raise the dead and cast out the demons. Obviously. Hey, Christian scientists, hmm. you're fucking crazy. Demons aren't real. Like at all. Like, demons were never real. It's not real. a thing. And you can't heal yourself by like talking to yourself. That's crazy talk. <laughs> Like, stop trying to heal kids with prayer. It's stupid and, like, horrific. Yeah, it doesn't Ugh. make sense. There's a, well, there's a lot of stuff around here There's a, there are, happening. Wasn't there something? The, the Amish, like, ki- um, kidnapped their dying cancer child. Yeah. Like, the courts ordered them to uh, have the kid to have chemotherapy, and they just snatched it and ran so they could kill their kid. Great job. Great mm. job, Amish. Hmm. You're doing it. There's also an ad in the back here if you want to get some uh, Christian Science uh, insurance. So, I guess they have their own. I insurance? guess if God doesn't pay off, ooh, I guess you need that Christian Science insurance. 
Christian Science Insurance. If it doesn't work out for you, you get all of your offering back. Sorry. Oh, boy. Maybe that prayer doesn't work. Here's some insurance, just in case. Should we sell religious insurance, Yes. Because if you ever cash that in... Oh. First off, we've made a new friend. Mm -hmm. Second... That kind of like says that hey, I, my faith was wrong. Yeah, well, we can like and you can like guilt people. Are you really religious? Hey, um, are you sure? Prove it. Before we pay this out, are you sure you don't want to pray about it first? I mean, God should right, be able to really heal quick. all of your problems. You shouldn't need this insurance. Yeah. All right. Now, if we could just pray really quick together about you wanting to quit, and we're not paying out. You still believe this? <laughs> Go back to church. It's fine. I want to see you in that pulpit on Sunday. That'll be $200 for the next six months on your religious insurance, by the way. I'm just saying, we can put an ad in this in this circular for $250. Hmm. We can, religious we insurance. Can, we can go directly Protect yourself to against a faulty deity. Look, no one worships Zeus anymore. The Olmecan gods? Mm -mm. No. And does anyone really worship the math gods the Shintos no. have? No. And what do you know what they those people have now? Shame. Mm. They were made a fool. Definitely. Now, don't be made a fool like them. Get your money back. Welcome to Ramjack Religion Insurance. Listen. When you find out that your deity is nothing more than a philosophical abstract, you'll be greeted with a large lump sum of money. Right. But if you, if, uh, you know, as long as you believe in your God, uh, you just keep paying in. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. We'll take that money and put it to good mm -hmm. use. Brad, we got a lot of awesome ideas I from businesses today. Some great Religious insurance, I think, could sell mm -hmm. and would actually be pretty awesome. Definitely. Um, I could see, I can see it being trendy for like a few years, especially among the religious who are like, "Oh, we're gonna show these atheists who are doing this," and we'd make bank. Mm -hmm. Um, but we would treat it right. I mean, we're not gonna. It's not. a win-win scenario. Um, like, we either get tons of money, or we get tons of people to stop believing nonsense. Mm -hmm. And maybe listen to mm -hmm. the show. And maybe try a uh, loaded s'more potato, Ooh. which we'll be selling uh -huh. at our big potato restaurants in Japan at first, and then in the rest of the world. I think Japan is ripe for this kind of market. Mm. And of course, we're going to have that money and put it into Knights, uh, the Knights true, Network. True, true, Duh. Let me get a Knights potato, please. In Knights, David Hasselhoff and Angie Harmon. We'll do Knights commercials. Yes, yes, I love it. How about some Spuds Knights? Mitch, I, I I just don't... What is it, Angie Harmon? Uh, Mitch, I just... Uh, s'more potato? <laughs> What's for dinner, Angie? God! Mitch, I just don't know how to... S'more potato? <laughs> oh, mm, yum, 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 yum. Nice. I like it. I like it. I'll have a Rocky Road potato, mm. please. Extra sprinkles. I'll have a Reuben potato? What did you say? I'm Extra sorry. sprinkles, please. Alex, it's that really amazing, super special time of the week where we check in with those wacky cousins on Perfect Strangers. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Nothing As always, we'd like to get things started with a little game where Brad and I pit our wits and uh, I guess our observational skills against the clock. Ooh. Brad, you'll have a minute to summarize the episode of Perfect Strangers to its fullest extent. Now, I don't know how you're going to beat last time where we both got a minute. Amazing. Just that was a holiday miracle. That was a Thanksgiving miracle. That was a true Black Friday miracle. They happen. They happen. Mm -hmm. Black Friday comes to those who have Black Friday in their hearts. Oh. And no one can attest. There's evidence that it was with us, friend. True. True. But it's not with you today. What do you think the the Black Friday um, the Black Friday confidence emphasis is? Yeah, we should do that. Hey, welcome to the Black welcome to Black Friday. You pledge? Cool. 
Hey, what's the emphasis? What's the confidence emphasis? What's the object? On Black Friday. Excuse me, sir? The, what's the what's object, the object of, Black of Black Friday? The PS4? No. It's friendship, duty, and loyalty <laughs> for the sisterhood. <laughs> and, and a beautiful watch. things. Get your shit together, Pledge. And a watch. <laughs> and a diamond watch. Mm. Retail, $250. $99. Fuck you, bitch. Black Friday is about deals with sisters, bitch. <laughs> beautiful things. Beautiful things, fucking we, bitch. We got all the beautiful things. Are you will when you become a member? Black Fridays. <gasps> nice. Um, Brad, yeah, you have a minute uh, oh to summarize this episode. Be careful. This episode is called The Unnatural. Unnaturals. Now, I'm hoping that you can channel the spirit of St. Nick, who visited all of us last night, um, to get this to a minute in the best way you can. Friend, are you ready, or do you need more time? <sighs> I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I believe in you. On, on go. Three, two, one, go! Alright, so they, there's a baseball league that's sponsored by the store, I guess? Okay, whatever. Um, so Mr. Twinkie said he's got a lot, he's gambling on it, he's, he's trying to make the money, I guess, somehow. Uh, Larry is the manager of the baseball team. They seem to be terrible, but apparently somehow they've gotten to the finals of the last game, um, and they're gonna win the big game. Lots of sports facts I'm gonna be throwing around, a lot of sports terms. Um, but their, their main guy, Slugger, he left early, why did he leave? He's going to the Grand Canyon next week with his family. Oh no! He's not gonna be able to play in the big game? How will they win? Larry wants a trophy. He wants it! He needs it! Just once in his life, he wants a trophy! Balky wants to play. But Balky's never played, and he's terrible. He's sliding all over the place. He's he just can't do. It. He didn't even get a chance to bat. Well, finally, it gets down to the to the to the to the game, the big game. Twinkasetti's got a guy that's apparently a good baseball player, I guess. I don't know. So they got him in, and and Larry's like, oh, Balky, you're gonna be my secret weapon. I'm I'll put you in when I need to. So we get down to it, and it's it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. Balky's like, cousin, you said I could play. Well, I wanna win. Why didn't you just take Marianne out? I don't know. She seems to suck. But, finally, he's got to make a decision. Is it about my cousin? Is it about my friendship? Or is it about winning? He puts Balky in. Balky hits it out of the park. They win the big game. Larry gets his trophy. Balky gets a bigger trophy. Bam. One minute, 30 seconds. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, man. It happens to the best of us. Such a simple episode, but so much to talk Such about. Such a simple episode, a lot to talk about and cram in. A lot of climactic moments or like really empowering moments or, mm. you know, impactful moments. Indeed. Um, but yeah, no trophies today for you, friend. I'm sorry. Uh, well, we we got our trophies last time. We did. We no, did. No St. Nick's Day trophies. <laughs> Fuck you and your weird holidays, Cincinnati. Ugh. We're going to have all the holidays. We're going to have oh, extra, we're gonna have is, extra uh, Easter this year. This is uh, Rabbit yeah, Day. This is, this is Rabbit Day. Yeah. What, this the is the Easter day these... comes and just checks on what's going on in yeah. September. He just fills your Easter basket with candy and gifts to get you through until uh, Easter. Yeah. Hmm. You know, the Lord made a certain sacrifice on a certain day, and a lot of other people made a certain sacrifice on another day. Hmm. Welcome to um, Rabbit Day, also celebrated on 9-11. Nice. Nice. Sep yeah. Let's get another... Let's get, a, let's get more commercial with 9-11. Oh, when do we get our 9-11 candy? The Easter Bunny will bring it. I like it. I like it. I like the idea of the 9-11 rabbits. Just the idea of commercializing 9-11 is one of the... I I mean, can you joke about I mean, I made a joke yes. about it, but can you joke about that? Sure. That's like... Absolutely. That's like, I don't know. 
I did something I wasn't comfortable with, audience. I'm comfortable with whatever. Hey, somebody has to. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Hey, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. It's cool. Coolest. So, Brad. Well, yeah, it'll eventually get to where every every month is a holiday season. We will start the podcast every day, every time with Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. It starts with 9-11, and then it goes on until 9-11 comes around again. <laughs> exactly. All the holidays. There's not a, There should be a month without holidays. We'll call it August. Nice. And that's the only one that doesn't have holidays. The All the other one. ones are a holiday. I like it. Good plan. Good plan. You save in August for the rest of the year. <laughs> you better you better make a bank that month. You get a lot of candy to buy. A lot of risk and rewards, a lot of high stakes gambling in that mm. month of August. It'll pay off or it won't pay off. Buy a lot of lottery tickets in August. August. They call it Black August. They call it the Black Month. All the, the rest red, of red. the red month. No, it's the black yeah. month. All the rest of the red months. It's a dark future, Brad. But let's go to something light. Perfect strangers. Yes. The episode starts with um, a baseball team mm-hmm. with Ritz, Ritz discount across their chests, mm-hmm. um, chanting, we're number one, we're number one. And they're bringing in Larry on top of their shoulders, and he's just, his arms out, it's so happy. Balky's chanting with them, Balky was in the store, I guess, mi- uh, minding it. And then uh, Twinkasetti is behind the counter getting money out of the cash register, right. normal. right. Um, already, let's talk about some fashions. Balky, what are you doing? First of all, Balky is full mullet. Full mullet. Like, I don't know if I've noticed his mullet as pronounced as it is in this opening scene. It is, yeah. He's he's wearing, he's got like a collared shirt with suspenders on shorts. Like brown shoes with like dark socks. Yeah. It's like a nightmare. Rolled up sleeves. Twinka said he has on, Twinka said he has on khakis uh, with a tweed jacket and tacky. And the worst tie. That's kind of crooked, also. I like the baseball team's outfits, though, because they're baseball teamish. Sure. Um, they have the weird kind of black stockings or leggings. I'm not really sure how right. baseball... I'm not sure what those are for baseball <laughs> players. But they're they're baby blue with a dark blue line and white. It works. Sure. Are they called the Ritz Camera Royals? I think so. Well, Ritz how Discount did they get Royals. In, how did they um, get Twinkasetti on board with this? Other than, I guess, he could get money yeah. by betting on him. Yeah. I think that's it. So, I mean, hmm. But I, like, I don't understand, because, like, how have they gotten this far? Because we see them later, and they are terrible. Marianne, especially, is awful. Oh, yeah, Marianne and, um, what's the other one's name? I forget. Um, Jennifer. Yeah, they're both on the team. So they're regulars now. Mm-hmm. They're they're in Balky and Larry's life. Definitely. I, why wasn't Balky on the team? I, that's a good question. Like, really? How did he not get on? I guess, I guess they just couldn't... They couldn't both not be working at the store. Uh, is this going to ruin his and Marianne's chance at love? Because what? obviously he's going to be like, Marianne, why were you running around with Larry and Jennifer getting on a baseball team and didn't, not, not telling me? Or is this mm. one of the things that Marianne's like, look, Balky, I need something that's not with you in it. Was this Marianne's doing? Ooh, she's putting a little distance. Balky doesn't know baseball, but Marianne's loved baseball since she was a child, even though she's horrible at it. Hmm... And is Marianne on the team because Jennifer wants her on the team? Because Jennifer wants a friend since there's only two girls on the baseball team? She just want to be the only girl on the team? And Larry can't say no to Jennifer? Guys, okay, I'm speculating way too much. We're already this early in the episode. Those are questions that aren't answered, by the way. Just letting everyone know about that. Thank you. So, yeah. Tweeka said he kind of gives us like, hey, you guys are doing great. I'm making mad money off you. Uh, by the way, um, your uniforms, you got to pay for those. Awesome. 
Um, everyone leaves. They're all happy. Larry's talking to Balky. He's like, you know, if we didn't have... What's his nickname? Slugger? Is that the name of the mm-hmm. player that's yeah. really good? There's a guy called Slugger. Uh, has no real name, I'm guessing. And he is awesome at baseball. He's helping them win all the games. Don't know where Slugger is. Don't know what's going on. Larry says, I wonder why Slugger went away from the game so fast. He normally likes me to pat his ass as he and tell him what a good job he does before he leaves. Eeks. Sexual harassment. And Baki says, oh yeah, Slugger called. Uh, he says the lawsuit is impending. Um, sexual harassment. Uh, no, he like gets hurt, doesn't he? And he can't perform in the next no, game. He's, he has, he's, he's going out of town. No, he's going, he's going out of town. He's going to the Grand Canyon. Why is Slugger going to the Grand Canyon? He's going with his fam. So, Just going with his fam. I guess he, he assumed that they weren't going to... Uh, be in the uh, the the big final game because they're terrible. Mm. He's the they apparently the winning. only talented person on the team. Like how bad are the other people they're playing? We saw Marianne, not good. I... They also don't have enough players because if Larry's the manager and sits on the sideline, they have three people uh, for the outfield and three people for the infield, mm-hmm. and you need more than that. Well, they're slugger, so there's there's seven. You need a shortstop, mm-hmm. you need a pitcher, and a hind catcher. Right, 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 definitely. That's three more people. Right. You need nine people to play baseball. Well, I mean, they don't have enough. Uh, you got your pitcher. Slugger is you one more. You got your more. pitcher. You got your catcher. Yeah. You got a batter. You got. Uh, you got well, I mean, all of them are batters, Brad. But right, right, they're all batters. But you got your, uh, you got your fields. You got your pitcher. You got, <laughs> you got your, you got your fielders. Uh huh. Left, right, and center field. Oh, oh yeah. All you those. have. Correct me if I'm wrong on these. You have mm-hmm. your, uh, your hind catcher, your pitcher. Hind catcher. You have yeah. your first baseman, your mm-hmm. second baseman, your shortstop, mm-hmm. and then your third baseman, mm-hmm. and that's a nine players. Right, nine players. Yeah. But really, I mean, you can double up some of those, so... so. I mean, you don't really need a shortstop. No. Second baseman covers-ish the same, right? And, right? And do you need a hind catcher? I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, make the umpire a hind catcher. That's what, I've always said that. I've always said that. You know, if we played by a traditional, uh, you know... Uh, if we played by, uh, uh, you know, gentlemen's rules, baseball... Um, you know, 17th century baseball rules. I think uh, you would get rid of that hind catcher, and we'd probably lose some of those uh, field guys. Probably lose a couple of those. Right field never gets someone hitting right I've, field. No one's left-handed. Well, of, obviously, need a right obviously. Well, Let's you know, we, that's a holdover from uh, you know there was a there was a period where there was a lot of a lot of a lot of balls going uh, right field because of all of the the left-handed. Uh, it was a really uh, it was a left-handed revolution there for a while and. I mean, that's really died out a lot um, with the influx of uh, Cuban players. I thought you were going to say it's died out a lot after the left-handed wars that no one talks about. No, no, no. Where they were called off no, and no, killed. No, no, no. And baseball changed forever. It was really a Cold War thing. did everything else. Cold War thing. A lot, a lot of left-handers got... Oh. A lot of... Oh, there was a lot... The Red Scare really killed off a lot of our, our left-handed baseball players. Brad, how old is baseball? Oh, it goes back to the, uh, I mean, really it goes back to cavemen, if you think about it. Uh, (laughs) Doesn't everything. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Storytelling, Uh, novelty baked potatoes. Yeah, if you think about it, it really goes back to cavemen. Uh, So they've got to get somebody to replace Slugger. Who are they going to get? Balky's like, you know, Cousin Larry, maybe there's someone right here that could replace him. Maybe somebody right here. Maybe somebody right here. <laughs> Larry doesn't get it. No. Um, Larry's like, I just don't know. He goes up to the apartment. He starts calling everyone he knows. He's like, God damn it, do you have anybody? Can so-and-so do it? I don't know. 
Balky comes in with a baseball glove and a hat and says, he comes, we, hey, Cousin Larry. He's like, Cousin Larry, I brought you some antacid for your anxiety. Uh, and he hands it to him in a baseball glove. I do love how Larry, during this entire scene, makes little, like, uh, noises. Yes. Because <laughs> I think he gives him that acid and he's just like, uh, I love that he takes, he's just like, just like pitiful me. He takes like a couple of sips and just straight out of the, the bottle of antacid and then he just sets, puts it in the refrigerator. Like it's just a, like, yeah, it's, it's like, this is like my favorite dessert. Sip, sip. Mm. I gotta save mm, it. Mm, 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 mm. I take three sips and I put it into chill. Like, I get three primer sips and then I'll drink more later. I'll take a shot glass uh, later. I have a ritual with it because I'm always anxious. Yeah. I, I love also uh, Balky's wearing um, checkered pants and an awesome I love that vest. we also talk about what they're wearing in every scene now. It's, it's, because really, it's to. amazing. You have to. Larry's wearing khakis mm-hmm. with a braided brown belt, yeah. but he's also got this vibrant like plaid orange and purple and yeah. yellow shirt with a red undershirt. But how pleated are those pants? Those are the most pleats. Pretty pleated. Like, I don't know what's happening there. I don't know what's up with Balky's pajama pants, uh-huh. but his vest is awesome. Yeah, I really I like love his vest. vest. And you mentioned his bracers in the scene before this. Uh, they're purple, but they have really ornate kind of like stitching on them, which you don't really notice unless you like have it on a big television. And I think those were awesome. Nice. Uh, Balky has on a weird baseball cap. It's not really a baseball cap, and he's got that glove on. And Larry's still struggling. He's like, dude, I can't find anybody. I can't find anybody. Cousin, what about me? Let me do it. Let me play. I love baseball. It's the all-American pastime. Larry's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, listen, Palky, here's the deal. Listen, I want to win. I want a trophy. I've never had a trophy. When I was a kid, my little brother he had so many trophies. He had all these trophies. He had a shelf full of trophies. On my side of the room, there was one trophy, and that was for throwing cheese. And that was his he didn't want the first thing I wanted to do when I started hearing sibling stories because he, he sits back out and says look my brother his brother's Bill right mm-hmm. yeah I think so or Brad um, it's, I think it starts with a B I'm pretty sure it's Billy I think it's I think it's Billy and Larry Billy Applegate when he starts his stories, he says he starts talking about his siblings and Balky says oh the one that um held you down and cut your hair yeah Mitt Romney and at Larry's like you mean Mitt Romney <laughs> And, and Larry's like, no, that was my sister. And then he says, my brother, Billy. My, I wanted to pause the video and immediately go back to the opening credits and, s- yeah. and see who was Billy. Yeah. Like, it's Billy, the, it's the brother that's, like, leaned up against the fence and kind of gives him a nod of mutual respect. Like, yeah, that's exactly. right. Exactly. I'm looking. Is Billy the one that kind of gives him a high well, five Billy's, in the car? Billy's the one that's uh, Which is around the, s- the same age as him. Danny's the older one that locked him in the attic for three days. And his sister, Elaine, is the one that actually this is the Mitt Romney that cuts off his hair. I love that we're calling her a Mitt Romney. Well, who else cuts off people's oh, hair? classic Mitt Romney. Who else holds people down and cuts their hair? I know of two people. Monsters. A character on Perfect Strangers that's not even in the show, and fucking Mitt Romney. Well, is in the show, but only for the briefest of moments in the intro. Mm. Very true. But I love knowing, I love hearing about these characters that we, again, only see for maybe five seconds. Indeed. At the Apple Applegate house, or Appleton house, my bad. Why did I say Applegate? I don't know. Okay, I'm assuming that the sister who's throwing the baseball up in the air at the beginning... That Elaine? Is Elaine. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, Larry is basically trying to... He's in a competition with his brother that is only Larry against his brother in his mind. It's not a real competition. And Balky's like, dude, give me a chance. Let's go out and practice and let's see what's up. Well, he's... If I'm good, 
Let me in. Well, look, look, we can't practice. It's it's it's, it's dark outside. It's it's too late. We can't practice indoors. Things will get broken. And Balky basically just like cries and moans and begs. He's like, but, 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 but. <laughs> he pulls a straight up John Pernasek. <laughs> he pulls a Jonathan Pernasek. And eventually, like, we can't play baseball tonight, Balky. I want a trophy. <laughs> All right, I want to see Perfect Strangers. What? I want to see Perfect Strangers <laughs> with <laughs> with Louis Anderson as Larry and Pernasek as as Balky. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Nice. All right. So eventually Larry's like, all right, we'll practice inside. But we're, we're not using the baseball. We'll use this this balled-up sock. So uh, they go over. <laughs> Balky's about to pitch it. Larry's like, all right, just over and smooth. Just over, over, and smooth. Just right over, right over, and smooth. Just keep it. Just, just uh, make it nice and smooth. Smooth. Balky like starts doing like all right, so he starts feeling it out. He starts through his shoulders. He gets the the ball, and then Larry, because he's taking so long, says, "Balky, throw the throw the ball, throw the ball." Balky, I want you to throw the ball. And he's like, "Cousin Larry, I'm sorry, that wasn't me, but that sometimes I get angry." So he he tosses underhand pitches. By the way, this is the kind of baseball mm-hmm. they're playing. Underhand pitches the sock at him, and Larry straight up destroys the lamp with a baseball yeah. bat. Like they take time to move the television out of the way, but Larry he sets himself up to destroy. Definitely, the lamp. definitely. The way he swings, by the way, is not how you would swing a baseball. Oh. If he was swinging it right, he would have missed the lamp. It would have gone right over. Well, it. I mean, that's it. All really depends. I mean, if you're playing by regulation rules, or if you're playing by uh, you know 17th century gentleman's rules. So even the way he's like choking the bat, which is your grip on the bat, it's so high up. He doesn't look comfortable with it. How is he the coach of their baseball well, team? You know, some like, they're a terrible baseball team. I don't know how they're winning. That's <laughs> again. Thank you, Brad. They're a terrible baseball team. Though. <laughs> I think oh, you're forgetting. I don't know you're forgetting how terrible they are. They aren't very good. Like. It, there's only one talented person on the team, apparently. I will say good slapstick, though, because Balky, while, before he pitches the ball, is, like, pretending to chew, like, a wad of tobacco mm-hmm. in his mouth, looking around at the plates. Yeah. He seems more savvy to baseball than he lets on, it seems. So, yeah, lamp is destroyed. That's when they decide to practice in the morning, or... Yeah, to wait till the next day. So we come back, they've been practicing. Um, like, they're wearing some... Jogging suits, I guess you might say. Oh boy, something like boy. that. I honestly don't know what the fuck Larry is wearing because it's some kind of weird like collared shirt with buttons. Yeah, that are, he's got like forty buttons down the front of it. It's it's, it's like a tracksuit. It's, it's got, like a tracksuit with a collar <laughs> and buttons. And buttons. The buttons threw me off, but it also has some kind of weird like. There's some he's, kind of band of elastic around it that also kind of has a. a like extra fabric, so it it's puffs so out. It's so weird. Like I don't understand it's like, it. It's, it's like weird. He's wearing That's... future pajamas. I don't understand, and it's tucked in as well. It's yeah. also it's tucked in, like in a weird way. That's the like weird. I don't understand. And Balky's. It's not tucked in. It's it's the elastic. Oh, that band is, isn't pants, it, dude? It's oh, weird. Oh god, it's weird. Balky's just got on sweat right. clothes. I mean, or and sweat, he's, he's shirt, covered in pants. dirt. Apparently, he likes sliding. That's his favorite part of baseball. He likes the sliding. He likes to slide. Not really good at any of the the positions, really, other than he likes running them bases. Now, like, I mean, Alex, you know, I I know about all the different versions of baseball. Uh, What kind of version do you think they were playing between just the two of them that would cause Balky to have to slide around so much? 
that I don't really know. Because if he didn't have time to practice swinging, um, he was either diving or having to run really fast and jump for the balls that Larry was hitting, or not mm-hmm. hitting, or hitting weird. So that was probably why he was sliding so much in the infield. Or outfield, mm-hmm. I don't know. In fact, he spent so much time sliding That's about- that they didn't even have a chance for him to like try to, to bat. Which is the first thing you do. You either practice fielding or you practice hitting the ball. It's the only two things you really have well, to do. Well, you gotta practice sliding. You gotta practice that sliding. Well, you do have he's to practice like, your slides if you're stealing. I mean, he is a great slider. Like, he is like a straight-up Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> so, Balky is ecstatic. He cannot wait. He's like, Larry, this is so awesome. And Larry's working up the courage to tell him, dude, you can't play. You suck. I mean, the whole team sucks, but you suck. <sighs> He can't do it. He just can't do it. He gets a little phone call. And of course Larry can't do it. Oh, ring-a-ding-ding, it's Copacetti. I mean, Twinkasetti. <gasps> so, uh, uh, Twinkasetti is like, hey, I got I got a baseball player for you. What, that guy? How did you get him? $50? I'm gonna have to pay him $50? Hold on. <laughs> oh, why? Like, $50 in, like, mid-80s money? That's a lot. That's like almost what, a hundred-ish dollars, maybe eighty. Yeah, that's bonkers. I mean, it's a lot for the eighties. And especially sure. for a guy that works at like a shitty like discount whatever store. Come on, it's Duke. Isn't that his name? It's like Duke. Yeah. Duke the baseball man. Yeah. Big Duke. Larry's like, all right, I'll pay him whatever as long as we win. I, I want that yeah. trophy now. I will say it was kind of funny because Balky, um, when he goes to go take a shower, but right before Larry gets the mm-hmm. phone call about Duke. Um, Balky throws the ball up in the air and catches it in his glove, and his the look on his face is like, "I caught it finally!" And Larry's like, "God damn!" Yeah, it. I love, I it's love funny. it. The okay, in the scene where like he's gotten the phone call, um, Balky starts singing the Impossible Dream. Yeah, and Larry's like, "Oh, we're gonna win!" He's like, "Oh, <laughs> like, no, yes. Balky!" But when he when he hears that after he's like celebrated to himself, like, "I'm gonna win a trophy! I'm gonna win!" As Balky's singing, Larry like. Surprise look spikes the camera, yeah. which is awesome because he's never done that. It's like it's almost a break of a fourth wall, mm-hmm. but not. So he looks and is just like, oh shit. Because he kind of gets into Balky singing at right. first. And he's like, yeah, that's right. Live the impossible dream. <gasps> oh shit. And this, the, the look. And he's like, ah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. That that look. Yeah, he's like, oh. Like it is. Just imagine <sighs> what my face would look like saying something like that. It's, it's contorted. It's like, so good. I love it. <laughs> I like this, tell. like I love when this show, like when they give you this like ridiculous cartoony nonsense, but like going into commercials and you get like the music and it's <laughs> just the best. I wish life was more like that. I would love to see people at work just like, mm-hmm. like at a distance, just be like, <sighs> like biting their hands, like, <sighs> and you would just hear like doodly ba <laughs> conflict. <laughs> yeah, just an awkward pause when something happens. Yeah. The music play out. So it's the day of the big game. Uh, Duke's there. Larry gives him the 50 bucks. Balky is late. He finally runs in. Where has he been? He went to get his own baseball shirt made. Aw. And it says Balky number one on the back. And Larry says, I've let this go too far. What did I tell you, Larry? Because he goes into a little Larry voice. What did I tell you, little Larry? Be honest. Be forthcoming with people. Also, maybe get a hot dog, because everyone in the fucking stands, and there's quite a few people mm-hmm. in the stands. I'm going to say 20... Uh, people just spectating um there's a couple that both have on khaki shirts and it's adorable there's a guy in the background right when the scene starts when the team runs out to the field where he's like giving a woman a hot dog but he's like giving her special attention and i don't think he's with her i think he's like hey did you order the hot dog cool hey here's the hot dog 
All right, now hold it, because he goes away from her and then comes back in a minute and goes like, I bet, I bet, I bet. No. Like, I, I imagine they're speaking right. nonsense and not really saying, but it, everyone has hot dogs. Like, hey, uh, hey I'm going to give you a hot dog. How's about it? Yeah, I'm sure it's that, that's how it is. Hey, here's your hot dog. Hey, cool. Hey, did you want extra relish? Because I gave it to you anyway. <laughs> hey, you like baseball? Cool. Hey, where are we going to go after the game? Yikes. Yikes. I close my hot dog, uh... Peddler. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call a, a, a hot dog stand with a bike on it. He's going to take her out. So it's the Royals versus... Who is the team? Uh, against? It's the Royals versus the... Is it Spartans? They got red. It's red yeah. and blue. It is the Spartans. The John Spartans. The John <laughs> they're, Spartans. They're going up against Sylvester Stallone. They're going to take him out. So Balky is, as Brad said, made his own jersey. He's coming in. He's like, Coach, I'm ready. Put me in, and Larry's like, you know what? I'm gonna save you. Um, for I'm gonna, you're, I'm gonna make you our uh, secret weapon. Good boy. Baki's a little suspect. He's like, all right, that works. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're playing by super old baseball mm-hmm. rules because they don't have enough people oh, to play. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> um, the team goes out to warm up. Um, Duke, he gives Duke money at some point. Duke's like, cool, whatever, and he goes out on the field. Copacetti is. Or Twinkasetti is really adamant. He's like, I got a lot of money on this game. You guys better fucking win. Duke, do your magic. So Baki's on the sidelines. We have a montage of the baseball game, which isn't going too well for anybody. Yeah. Can I can I say, though, at the beginning of the scene, we do get to see uh, like the whole baseball team surrounding Larry. And there are some people that weren't in the first scene. So we do have a few more baseball players. Um, notably, the black guy wasn't with him at the beginning. <laughs> I guess they didn't I guess they didn't invite oh. him to celebrate with them. <laughs> Hmm. Oh. No, dude. Surely he had to go work or something, or like had to go meet his mm. family. Maybe he had a hot. Maybe Twinkas. With that girl. Who's maybe Twinkasetti doesn't. Uh, <laughs> maybe he doesn't feel comfortable around Twinkasetti. I'm just saying. I feel like somebody's racist. Um. In the background of Larry and Balky, are Larry telling Balky, "Hey, you're my secret weapon," trying mm-hmm. to get him not to play or make him feel bad. There's a guy with a gray hat on and like a gray mm-hmm. jacket, and he's talking to a. a a black man, and the black man during that time is shaking his head no as the guy's talking to him. I want to know what's going on there. That is crazy. Extras, what is no, what's happening? No. Why is this guy just like no. whispering to this black guy, and this black guy's like, nope, no, 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 no. Is he like, you know, the Spartans aren't worth shit. Nope, Spartans are awesome. Spar- you know, the Spartans. Spartans ain't gonna be shit, cause I ain't shit. Like, what kind of trash talk where someone's just, like, head... Like, not even making eye contact, mm. but looking down, just like, nope, 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 nope. Drums. Drums. There's also a red-headed woman who has just bangs. <laughs> She's, like, her whole front mm. of her face, up from the top of her... The crown of her head down to, like, right above her eyebrows is bangs. Her hair kind... Her longer hair kind of sticks out from the bottom of it behind, but it's just bang head. I've never seen that, and it's weird. I'm sorry, we can get back to the game now. I, I just... Just little things. The Spartans keep winning-ish. I want to say the score after the montage is like 4-3. to three. Larry challenges the umpire. Someone tries to slide in and gets tagged out. Or, no, the Spartans slide in and actually make a run, and Duke actually fucks up mm, and doesn't get him out. Duke. Larry's furious. Um, I don't know what Marianne's doing. Jennifer is oddly just kind of an ornamental yeah. piece during but all Jennifer of this. Jennifer looks alright in the baseball uniform, so, so it's okay. Bottom of the ninth. Oh one boy. man on base. Marianne Ugh. is up to bat. And she's just the worst. Like, really, why not let Bounky go in her place? 
Because there's no chance that Balky's worse than, than Marianne. I really don't know why Marianne's up there. Like, I speculated at the beginning of the show that Jennifer wanted Marianne there, and it would, he would feel like, eh, I can't really take mm-hmm. her out because i kind of in love with this girl. Right. Even though it's way too soon to be in love yeah. with this girl, yeah. I'm assuming. In my mind, it's the day, it's two days after. Like, yeah, Or maybe definitely. a week. Who knows? Um, so he can't really take her out. But he is coaching her from the bench and causes her, basically, to strike out. And she breaks a nail. Oh, no. The worst. Duke gets ready to go up, and Balky says, timeout. And um, Larry says, you can't call timeouts. I'll call a timeout. Balky, what are you doing? Balky says, be honest, Larry. Are you going to put me oh in this God. game or not? I'm not an idiot. This is the bottom of the ninth. This is our last. We've got two outs. This is my last time. If you're going to put a secret weapon, you're going to put it in there. Be honest with me, me, Larry. Cousin Larry, Larry. what does our friendship mean to you? What is our friend? Mm. That's the question. He straight up got out the uh, eight questions to how to be in uh, Larry, Delta. Larry, what is your confidence said, emphasis? What's in your object? Game, What's your object? This discount what is discount What is this game's object? What, what is? Am I your secret weapon object? What is your confidence emphasis mm. now? So he calls Larry out, and Larry's like, fuck. Do you want to win, Larry, or do you want a friend? And Larry's like, I want to win. And he's like, I. But um, he's like, but this is this isn't just about you, Balky. This is this is about every. This is about me. <laughs> yeah, I, I love when he says that. It's about everyone. I can't let the team down. I can't let me down. It's but then Twinkasetti rolls and he's I like, listen, listen, I got soul money soul. on this. So uh, you're not gonna fuck this up. Don't put the turnip in. Yeah. And Duke's like, Are we play a ball or what? And um, Larry says, Larry takes a moment and then he looks at Balky and says, Balky. Now here's the thing. First of all. Um, it's a baseball game. Who the fuck cares? Um, but... Yeah, seriously. But, um, now, but really, though, I... He should have put Balky in instead of Marianne, obviously. But, um, why... At this point in the game, Balky should just be like, listen, if we're this close, if we could win this thing, go ahead and put the sure thing in. But the problem is, Duke is clearly not a sure thing. He's no. Well, Duke kind of messed up. Well, I mean, granted, I don't know if it was Duke's fault. It was probably the pitcher. You but know what? We but they're to... not. It's not like um, it's. Uh, it's a close game. Is that all because of Duke? Or is that what we're supposed to believe? Well, one player can make a team, right? Mm. Right. No, a team is a whole group of people. It's an ensemble. So whatever. None of. I. I'm not buying any of this. But I. I do think like. Um. I don't. Know, I don't know about putting Balky in. I, I. But again, whatever. But he decides to do the right thing and put Balky in. He did right. promise Balky, so it is the right thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So Balky goes up. He's holding the baseball bat on the wrong end. Yikes. And when it, when Larry corrects him, he's like, Balky, you can't do that here. Hold it on the other end. Balky says, the other end? Isn't that like cheating? Which is your first hint. Like, wait a minute. What is? He, what do you mean by? What do you mean by that, Balky? Balky, what secrets do you? Are you a secret weapon? And also, it also means that Balky's so not Larry's been paying like, attention, or he would. You think he would know which end of the baseball bat to hold? Balky doesn't know baseball. Yikes. In Balky's mind, they're playing cricket or some other thing. Um, I also love when Twinkasetti starts um, calling Larry a loser to his face repeatedly. Loser! 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 <laughs> and that's when Larry runs up and like says, all right, now, Balky, you know, put your shoulders like this, put the bat like that. And Larry is like swinging yeah. Balky, I guess ready to ready to swing the bat <laughs> with him and for him. It was a little weird. Yeah, this is how you hold the bat. Yeah, choke mm, the bat a little bit hold more. That bat. Hey, I'm going to blow in your ear. And and the behind um uh, the umpire says, dude, are we listen, cool? Listen, can I get a can no I, shit, no time shit. out? I need to get a boner, boner check, check on the 
<laughs> I need to get a boner check on Oblate. Yikes. Yikes. Solaria goes to sit down. Balky's up there alone. Balky misses the first ball. Doesn't even swing at it. Umpire says, strike. Larry's like, dude, you gotta swing at the ball. Balky's like, what? Swing at the ball? I didn't like that. Okay. Swing doesn't swing again. And Larry's on the edge. Dude, you gotta swing. You only have one more out. He says, one more out? I thought I had four balls. Oh, wait. I forgot. Those are balls and not strikes. And Larry's like, it's over. It's over. I don't have a trophy. Oh, my God. So, and Balky's like, should I swing at the next one? And everyone's like, fuck yeah, swing at it. And Balky's like, all right. And that's when Balky gets serious yeah, about baseball. He, he grips the bat. There's a little, there's an actual outside as opposed to a yeah, studio monster. All of a sudden, he got to a real shot. <laughs> the where the pitcher's kind of looking at him, like, shifting the ball in his hands. Balky, like, gets the eye of the tiger. The pitcher throws an underhanded ball. Like, they, one of the easiest things to hit, I'm assuming, in this. And Balky just swings and nails it. Like, goes crazy way out of the park. Balky starts to run the bases backwards. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's like, run the other way. So he runs around. He's sliding into every base, which he doesn't have to do. Um, probably yeah. don't do. But he slides into home, and everyone's like, Balky, you did it! Yay. He won. They did they it. Won. They did it. Larry gets his trophy. He sets it up. He's like, this is so amazing. Balky, how did you know to do that? Well, he's like, well, you know, I, I played, you know, Miposian, uh, um, um, whatever game. He's like, well, what's that? Oh, you, you know, it's uh, basically means hit a ball with a stick. Larry's like, well, how do you play that? Well, you hit a ball. You hit rocks. Right, hit a rock with, with a, a stick. stick. That's right. It's, yeah. And Larry's like, well, how do you keep scoring? Well, you know, I know there was something missing. It was not as complex as your Western uh, baseball. There's just really a lot of hitting, but, you know, back hitting in rocks with sticks, basically. Yeah. I also love how at one point Balky uh, guilts Larry by saying, but Larry, I wrote home. <laughs> Larry, I, I, you made me a liar to my friends and family. I was going to be the first, I was going to be the first Miposiate. That was awesome. it was, Is it he said? He said something really weird. The, mo- the first Miposiate. Me- to uh, play baseball. Me posing it. To play baseball, what we call a big bat and rocks. Mm. So Larry's like, okay, that's a weird game. Larry puts his little trophy. It's actually a tiny little trophy. It's like maybe five inches tall. Mm-hmm. It's really small. Larry puts it on the mantle and turns a little light on over it. And it's like, look at that trophy. I finally won something. And then Balky says, you know what? That trophy's awesome. It's like my trophy. And Balky puts this giant trophy that's MVP, most valuable player. Puts it beside it. It's huge. Like, it's easily three feet tall. Larry looks at it, turns the light out all over his trophy, and just kind of, like, devastated. It's just like, fucking Billy. Fuck you, Billy. Billy. Fuck you, Billy. Fuck you, Billy. Amazing. And that's how it ends. That's Perfect Strangers, guys. We've played baseball together. Who won? Who lost? Ooh. Well, Twinkle Seti won tons of money because he won. Um, the score was only four to three. Oh, I guess they did have two people on base, even though you don't see the second person. If you just saw the people who went mm-hmm. across the bases, it would they wouldn't have won. It would have tied, but whatever. Um, so, I mean, Larry did get his trophy, but he didn't right. get the biggest trophy. Balky's a hero. Um, Jennifer, Jennifer didn't do True. anything. Marianne uh, broke Marianne may have lost. Marianne I think lost. Marianne lost. All right. She's forced to play the sport because her friend wants not to be mm-hmm. alone on the team with Larry. Understandable. understandable. And these guys, she's like, fuck, I gotta waste my afternoon fucking playing. At least I get to see Balky who's on the sidelines with me not playing. All so right. Marianne lost. Right. And she broke a nail. But who won? I mean, I think it's Twinkasetti or Balky. Yeah. Larry did have to pay a yeah. lot of money. They all had to pay money for their uniforms. Twinkasetti didn't make out. I'm sure he made tons mm-hmm. of money on that bet. Um, 
But back he didn't win a giant trophy. Did he get to win the game? He was right. a hero. Something True. Larry will never know. True. Um, what do you think, Brad? I'm I'm cool. With I think Balky won it. With? I mean, he got a trophy. He got a Balky trophy. Won, for clearly, he won. He got a giant trophy. He got to play ball. He's the first person in Meepos to play baseball. Done. Done. Okay. Bigger question. Best dressed, worst dressed. <laughs> the actual oh, question. Oh, the, of the most episode. important question. Now, this is hard. I want to say Balky at the beginning with those suspenders is not the really? worst dressed. Actually, I kind of like the suspenders. The suspenders are awesome. And the purple shirt he's wearing, it works. And granted, he's got shorts on, but it's kind of a posing and look. It's nice. Um, I'm going to say worst dressed is Larry with his tracksuit. Oh. Formal, like his mm. weirdo tracksuit, which I don't, that which we is... don't understand. Like, it's beyond <laughs> You know what? I, think, I think you may have swayed me on that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, who's the best dressed? That's I think Jennifer looks pretty out. good in that baseball outfit. But they all have on the baseball. But yeah, outfit, but she, she does look best looks in the it. best in it. Larry's not wearing anything great. Tuka said he's not wearing anything. There's no one in the background really. You're right, Jennifer. I say, let's give it to Jennifer. Best she, dress. She's she looks That's the best. That's two episodes in that of running. Outfit. She's been the. I, wasn't she? Was she? Or was she best dressed last time? I think Jennifer. Sure. You are just winning this for best dress. Granted, Larry and Balky are wearing some terrible things. <laughs> I mean, it it doesn't help that it's the '80s and fashion yeah. for everyone was whack. Um, but she's an attractive woman and can right. wear the clothes well. Balky and Larry aren't doing anything, any favors exactly. to themselves of what they're wearing. Exactly. At all. At all. all right. Congratula- congratulations to all of our winners. <laughs> and we're so sorry to all of our losers. <laughs> Next week, we'll be hitting back to uh, Mr. Belvedere. So look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Ram Jack. Episode 165. Brad, it's been a pleasure to do this episode with you. Yeah, we've done 165 episodes. Over the course of what? Four? Five yes. years? It's crazy. Um, uh, talk to us. I mean, it's Please. the happy holiday season. What did Saint, what did mm. Saint Nick bring you? What do you think of Saint Nick? Should Ramjack start putting out their stocking on December 6th? What should we give for mm. second Easter? What are you Easter? doing for winter solstice? You got a plan now. What are you Reason doing for, for the solstice season. is the more important question. Keep us up on your holidays. Call us in. Let us know what's up. The number How is 206-339-5894. Hey, when you're calling us, call us and then immediately call a friend and tell them about Ramjack. Yes. That's how your day's going. The thing about the holidays mm. is friendship. And the thing about Kappa Delta and the holidays that they share is their um, object mm. of friendship. Hmm. They're creeds of togetherness. Ouch, you didn't, you didn't make it. I'm sorry. Damn it. But my mm. sisters. Next, next year. year, maybe. Hey, next year. I mean, Rush Week is Indeed. only a year away. You can email us ramjackpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ramjackpodcast. Um, follow us on Facebook. Join the group. It's a fun time. Cool discussions. I get the latest on Ramjack. And just life. Yeah. Things happen in the world. iTunes reviews. We only accept five-star reviews or more. Just have fun with it. Just tell us about your favorite Christmas present and then give Ramjack a five-star review. Make that your present to us. Talk about your favorite... Talk about your favorite... um, Whatever. Just talk about anything. Yeah. I mean, it's a review of the show. It's pretty loose. Yeah. Just mention Ramjack. Give it five stars and then say something crazy. Good plan. What's your favorite holiday? I think that St. Nick's Day is stupid. It's right up there with Sweetest Day. Five stars. <laughs> we also have a website, curiosityandbounds.com slash ramjack presently. Go there to, um, I guess, listen to our archive if you don't want to subscribe to the actual show. It's a fun time. Neat episode tags. And with that, Brad, I'd like to wish you an Happy holidays. Uh, happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. 
I hope you are enjoying our carol and that you are having um, so many mm-hmm. caroling sessions. Just out and about, out with your... Wolven times. Brad is experiencing the, the wolves move south when it gets cold in the north. Brad is in the wolven times. Oh, no, they're Brad, coming. get to shelter. They're here. Get to shelter. You like you can hide, hide from the wolves. The wolves. What am I, an idiot? Done. You're Done. dead. Any second now. Ah! No, the wolves. <laughs> and guys, remember, if anyone asks you, what is the ramjack object? You just look at them dead in the eye and say, Chocolate Happy holidays. I want mine with sprinkles. I want mine with sour cream, weirdo. <laughs> Extra salt, please. Pink Himalayan. <laughs> Give me a T. T. Give me an E. E. Give me an A. A. Give me an M. M. What do you got? Team. There is no team like the best team, which is our team right here. We will show you we're the best team in the very little league this year. And in no time, we'll be big time with the big league baseball star. You'll never guess what happened today at the baseball game. It's hard to believe what happened today at the baseball game. I was a manager, Schroeder was catcher, and all of the team was the same as always. But somehow or other, disaster struck at the baseball game. By biting a runner and catching the ball with his teeth Linus caught flies from a third-story window By holding his blanket beneath Yes, we had fortitude, no one could argue with that And one run would win us the game as I came up to bat
Dear pen pal, I'm told where you live is really quite far. Would you please send directions on how I can get where you are? Your friend, Charlie.